0: So to fast forward even more <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know this was a history podcast.
1: No, you're good. good, you're good. People tune
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us
2: again.
1: <laughs>
3: this eternal drama of our salvation playing out from the beginning of creation. Our faith itself is inherently dramatic.
2: Dramatic it's Dramatic. it's so dramatic. It's so dramatic. dramatic.
3: And yet this is how our God loves. He loves He water.
1: Welcome back to Dramatic Catholics. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking my lemonade. It's okay. We're, this is new. We're still new. Uh, today, we have a guest, actually, who's been with us for how many weeks now?
0: Two. Two? Two, Two and a half. Two and a half. Feels
2: no. no. longer.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that no. right? Not
2: in
1: a, not a, <laughs> bad not in a bad way. way. Not in a bad yeah. way. Um, but before we get started, we're going to have Father lead us in opening prayer.
3: Hello, everyone. This is Father David, and I would love to pray with you wherever you are. Let's go ahead and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in our conversation today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Spirit of God, you have given us so many blessings in our lives, and here we are asking for even more. But We know that you'll grant it to us because you love us. Help us to understand your will, guide Seminary and Chris and his discernment. Bless our faith formation office at St. John Vianney Parish bring us always closer to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and His Blessed Mother Mary. We ask all these things, Holy Spirit, through Christ our Lord, amen. amen. In the name amen. of the Father, and of the Son, Father, and of the Holy Son, Spirit.
1: Son the Spirit. Amen. amen. So again, we have Father David, he's our new pastor. Hola. For the parish. My name is Delilah, I'm the Director of Religious Education, Baptism Coordinator, safe Environment Coordinator, all the things. And then we have Esme <laughs> as well.
2: Um, esmeralda i'm the admin assistant for our faith formation office so i just help where is needed yeah she. Does. i wouldn't
3: call it just help she you does. guys are all really awesome and i have to tell you unfortunately you can't see us yet but we are thinking of ways that you'll be able to join these podcasts uh by youtube video but in the meantime you can't see how amazing this technology is you can't see the the setup that Chris and Delilah and Esmeralda have been working on hard over the last few months, really. And uh, it's a blessing and uh, really inspiring to me as a pastor and I hope to all of you as listeners that we have a team of really dedicated and dramatic Catholics (laughs) to help us bring this podcast to you. So congratulations, Esmeralda and Delilah and Chris, and thank you for having me today.
1: Yeah, and we're excited because we have our first guest for the podcast. We haven't had a guest on our show and we'll, no introduction too much needed but his name is chris mahalin mahalin right sorry we just met like not so long ago <laughs> <laughs> two and
0: a half weeks, <laughs>
1: two and a half weeks. Well, before that, uh, before that yeah, we met you through zoom. story yeah we
2: met you through zoom the first time in may was it back in may yeah it was probably yeah. may yeah. yeah you were in notre dame still
0: yeah and it was when i i was looking into coming here and i was asking father andrew well then deacon andrew
2: mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. um about you know, what kind of things were going on, especially with young adults. And so we had a little Zoom meeting and in this room, actually.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. in this same room, what, this very room.
0: So when I got here, I was like, wow, I've been here before virtually. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you have a good memory, though. I wouldn't have been able to pinpoint.
0: Oh, this room is awesome. Thank you. Come check out the, what is it called? Faith Formation.
1: Yeah, our Faith Formation <laughs> office. Hub. Yeah. Hub. hub. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. It's we,
0: now a hub because there's podcasting happening.
1: Yeah, we try to rebrand it. This has been the youth room for so long. So, <laughs> and then it was the conference room, but that's not.
0: Evangelization Hub.
1: Ooh, <laughs> evangelization. Help. That's like good. It, yeah. Yeah. And then we got to meet Chris uh, at Notre Dame for now Father Andrew's ordination. Mm-hmm. So we gotta hang out for a while.
2: Yeah. At the at Moreau?
0: Moreau seminary. Moreau yeah. Seminary seminary.
2: <laughs> seminary. Mm-hmm. They well, had like yeah. snacks. You guys have some good snacks. You guys know how to host a party. Yeah, you guys fed as good.
0: Hospitality is a big part of what we do.
2: Yeah, it was nice. I felt very welcomed.
0: That was my experience the first time I visited Moreau, like very much. That's actually a big part of my story of why I wanted to at least give God a shot there. uh, I really kind of paid attention to that feeling of being at home because I think that's a sign that God is drawing you closer to himself. Um, So the, the welcoming atmosphere of Moreau was a huge part of what made me want to study there.
1: Well, that brings us into our first question, actually, that we wanted to ask you. Just tell us like a little like where are you from? Uh, what's your story, what, is, what has called you to seminary, and even like for people who, who don't know what seminary is, if you can explain a little bit what that process means or what that looks like.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so my family actually moved around a few times growing up, but I think the most important phase was um, when I was going into ninth grade, we moved to Atchison, Kansas. Uh, my dad teaches at Benedictine College. Uh, it's a small Catholic school in Kansas, just north of Kansas City. And so I was educated by the Benedictines in high school and um, kind of got to know very well, not just priests, but religious priests, um, priests who were part of religious order, even as a, as a ninth grader. And then I graduated and I wanted to study engineering. So I applied to Notre Dame. I heard it was a good school and had a great engineering program there. And it was a Catholic school. That was something I really was important to me. Um, Going into college, I was open to the possibility of a seminary, which already I think is a lot different from a lot of young guys who have already ruled it out by that age. For me, it was like, who knows, you know, let's see where God leads me. But I didn't feel called to like go to an undergraduate seminary that felt like a big move for me. Um, But uh, every year at Notre Dame, even though I was studying engineering and I was kind of working towards different careers, this was still in the back of my mind and I think by the time I was a junior, I said, okay, well, this hasn't gone away. And I think that I've received a lot of other kind of affirmations that this this would be something for me to to look into more. So that's when I started doing things like talking to the vocations director and visiting and doing retreats that were specifically focused on discernment. And I like to say God has been very gentle with me because as soon as I started taking those little steps, there was so much confirmation Mm -hmm. that I just kept following that, that coming home feeling. So when I visited Moreau, it just felt like the right place. And um, the Congregation of Holy Cross has a huge presence at Notre Dame founded the school. We still um, are very involved in the administration, in the dorms, in the classroom. It's really hard to not meet a Holy Cross priest at Notre Dame. And uh, so I learned uh, a lot about our spirituality, um, even as an undergraduate. And I think that set me up really well to, to Kind of discern more with them in the seminary program which is still at notre dame so i've been there for eight years now
1: that's a that's a long time
0: yeah that's longer than i lived anywhere growing up because we moved a couple of times oh, now south bend is is kind of my longest home
1: well what does that look like so you went to undergrad so you you didn't go to seminary right mm-hmm. until you graduated
0: Yes, yeah, so the holy cross has um Kind of two formation programs or one formation program that comes before the other. So if you have a a high school diploma, then you can enter the old college program and you take classes at either Holy Cross College or Notre Dame for three years. And then you start the postulant program during your senior year of undergrad. If you enter after college, like I did, then you do one year as a postulant um, and then you go to the novitiate along with all those who did undergrad seminary.
1: So what does the commitment level look like from... Year to year,
0: yeah. So the postulant program, postulant is kind of a, a Latin word for candidate, and that is really, um, I mean, it's 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 a full time commitment in that like you have to live at the seminary, you're taking classes full time, um, you're giving your whole self to it, but you're you're just committing to that year, or even you can leave um, part way through the year, and. It's just a great way to just get to know who, like what is Holy Cross all about? You take some classes that are kind of um, helping you prepare to study theology, that's mostly philosophy that year. But really it's an introduction into the community, life of Holy Cross, into the vows um, of chastity, poverty, and obedience, kind of just living along with the others who are in vows and it's just, was such a great year for me. Cause you know, I, I did it right after I graduated senior year of college was one of the busiest years of my life working on my senior design project, graduating. And that year in so many ways for me was very healing because even though I was in classes, it was nowhere near as intense as my undergrad. And uh, it was great to just be able to live with these guys, to pray with them and to um, take the time to really like dig deeper in my faith that um, I didn't always give myself the space for as a student.
1: Yeah, we've had um, a few, well, growing up here, all three of us have grown up here at the parish, but a lot of our friends had entered seminary right after high school, but a lot of people are, like, scared, or there's this, like, stigma behind, it's, like, like seminary's so permanent, like, if, if you go into seminary, like, you're gonna be a priest, and, like, their friends would joke, like, oh, like, Father so-and-so over here <laughs> is, like, Yeah. So, what is it? If you want to elaborate on that, what that looks like for other people who may be like afraid to discern or just like go to seminary and check it out.
0: Yeah, that is uh, that's very real for me too. I think one way I experience it is like wanting to do my life in a super efficient way. Um, I guess that's the engineer in me. And so I don't I don't want to start a path that I can't guarantee I'm going to finish it. And that's just not how God works. For us sometimes he calls us through one thing to another and so um i really try to, to preserve that freedom and like if i were to leave seminary that would be a step forward in my life and I'm not backtracking
1: yeah
0: right actually you're not my, like my letting god has, down or anything right. like that
1: it's like no yeah. that's
0: actually uh my, my dad was a seminarian uh, for a while before he got married um and a lot of my friends who have left seminary since i started um, once, a, once there's real people, real stories, and yeah. I see how much they needed actually that time in seminary in order to, to figure out what was coming next, um, it, it makes me realize that God does call people through that. And the other thing is, like, I am so privileged to have multiple people's full-time job to make me a better man and a better Christian Mm-hmm. no matter what happens next. I wish everybody had the opportunity to be like invested in spiritually and like moral formation, mm-hmm. that um, I I would be better off for having done this no matter what happens.
1: Yeah, that's what I know a lot of our friends have said. At least two of them are, well, one is married now. Mm-hmm. He had went to seminary for two years. They're expecting their first baby, yeah, beautiful. And one is about to get married, but yeah, they've both said the same thing, like either way, Whatever I, they would have decided they were well prepared for either vocation. They decided to to choose. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think the most important thing is that God doesn't call us to make decisions that aren't in front of us. So when I was a junior in college, the decision in front of me wasn't even do I apply to seminary because I couldn't do that till I graduated. Mm. It was do I visit, right, or yeah. do I ask someone what does it look like to apply? That was actually the the step, and and so once I, I kind of realized that oh, I just have to take things one step at a time. It doesn't mean I never think about the future, but um, part of what it takes to be able to make that decision is going through the process. And it's really helped me kind of just put my faith in, like God will use the processes that he, in his providence, has has given me in order to help me know where to go next.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people get stuck there too because they look so far like, okay, how do I like be this holy priest when like I'm here right now, like I'm 18 or whatever coming out of college. It's like, well, no, it's like the baby steps. You're just one, one thing at a time. Yeah.
3: yeah. I, I think that's really important to consider because as I've been so impressed with all the seminarians that I've met and in our Holy Cross seminary, but as well as the diocesan and Jesuit and Dominican seminaries, uh, often it involves leaving your family and your parish and going to a faraway place and yet the seminarians view it as, as a great step in trust of the Lord and his plan for you. Wherever that may end up, those first few steps that may take you away from Arizona, uh, perhaps for the first time, but it certainly could be the first time that you've lived in the cold of the Midwest or the heights of Denver uh, for an extended period of time. And it's just really impressive uh, to see their trust and their faith that Although scary at the beginning, all will be well because it's the Lord who leads you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Amen.
2: So I recently just learned that there's different orders. So you're from the Holy Cross, and then there's um, the diocesan. So there's two different, um, what you say, like orders?
1: Yeah, like there's a difference between religious and diocesan priests. Oh, know? yeah. Yeah, you want to explain how? Because here at St. John Vianney, we're part of the congregation of Holy Cross. All our our priests are from Notre Dame versus like our neighbor parishes, they're diocesan. Right. Yeah. So you want to yeah. explain that?
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about how far back to go because religious life, well, yeah. you could argue that it even exists in you know, like the Gospels, <laughs> the uh, when Jesus tells the rich young man, sell everything you own and come and follow me. That's what religious life is all about, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I want to timestamp this episode, but <laughs> 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 it's a, it is the Feast of St. Benedict today. It is. It I was going
2: to say yeah, that when you is. said your
1: dad was yeah. at yeah, is oh, St. So Fu- Benedict. Same, or not, yeah. yeah, Benedictine College. Yes,
0: Benedictine College. My dad teaches there and I went to Benedictine High School. So I'm a raven. I'll We're both. the ravens.
1: Go, mm, raven. go Red, so Red Hawks Benedictine raven. University. Oh, that's, oh. Uh, that's oh, wait. How many that's Benedictines?
0: Are... <laughs> yeah. wow.
2: Benedictine College, Benedictine University. Yeah, we get us mixed up. We're different. We're separate. <laughs> oh, oh, that's okay. No beef. Yes. No beef. No beef.
0: No beef. Chris no. is
2: like, okay. He's like, there's beef. <laughs> there's beef.
0: <laughs> yeah, Benedictines. They all get along. And and uh so, Pope, or not Pope Benedict. Saint Benedict mm-hmm. is known as the father of Western monasticism which is kind of the, the form of religious life that most orders that people like know about today are kind of based off of. And so, especially the vows of co- poverty, chastity, and obedience, and that's what really makes a religious a religious, is taking those vows, um, binding him for life, or her, for life, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're a priest, right? Um, so originally, religious were not ordained, but as um, like St. Benedict and other, like, Um, abbots and communities they needed to have the sacraments and so they would have priests come to them and eventually they just started ordaining people from within Mm. their monastery so saint benedict actually was not um we're not exactly sure because this was a long time ago but um very likely he was not ordained a priest he was actually a deacon Mm.
1: Um, fun facts yeah fun fun facts facts, i didn't even know that
0: (laughs) so so fast forward though there were um orders that kind of Made reforms and found different ways of religious life that weren't just in monasteries, but were also like serving people outside of the monasteries. So, super famous Franciscans, Dominicans, after St. Dominic, um, the Jesuits a little bit later. And so, Holy Cross is much more like those orders they're called apostolic orders. So, to fast forward even more.
1: <laughs>
0: you didn't know this was a history podcast.
1: No, you're good. You're good. People tune out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Holy Cross was founded in the 19th century um, in France. And originally it was this French diocesan priest. He was actually a seminary professor, um, Father Basil Moreau. And he had this group of priests that would kind of, um, he kind of gathered together and gave them spiritual guidance. Um, and he would, um, they would help him give these parish missions, basically serving the local diocese of Lamont in France. And so we had this group um, together, kind of like friends of his, also diocesan priests. And at the same time, there was um, a group of teachers who are all religious brothers that he was asked to oversee them as well. So he's kind of the spiritual father for this group of auxiliary priests and brothers. And he decided to bring them together and um, write a constitutions for them, get it approved, and make it officially a religious order of both priests and brothers. So Holy Cross has always been Serving our local diocese wherever we are, um, so like this parish here at St. John Vianney, right? It's it's part of the diocese of Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Um, But um, there are priests and brothers that come in and serve here from outside the diocese that are kind of like helping out and um, building up a school here. So that's a really uh, a great service that um, religious orders have done for the church um, for many many centuries. Um, and I think it also brings a cool kind of like flavor to the way that the parish is being, <laughs> being not just part of the Diocese of Phoenix, but being Holy Cross. Like there's some history yeah. there, there's a global connection that it has because we are missionaries all over the world. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like a place that we are entering in, coming from, but well, very few of us are from Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we're is coming. Is it a big
1: in. culture shock when you guys like come in? <laughs> the uh, heat, they like everything.
0: <laughs> uh yeah i mean i mentioned i I moved around a couple times growing up and i think that i think that's one reason for me that i i never felt so connected with like my home diocese that like i needed Mm to serve the parishes Mm -hmm. there um and part of it is because my home parish was a benedictine parish (laughs) so it was already religious i think god primed me in that way but there's a definitely a missionary um push um to my relationship with god and my identity as a religious um and that fits
2: really well with Holy Cross. Yeah, I appreciate that little history spill because although I've been here for a long time, like there's still a lot of things that I don't know about like the history of St. John Vianney, of it being a Holy Cross parish. Like not that long ago, like the cross that you guys wear, I just found out what that meant. Oh yeah. You know? So I think it's really cool to hear like how Holy Cross came about. I know our parishioners probably this is like, oh, I didn't know that because I'm on the same boat and I've been here for a really long time, so. Yeah, And the yeah. cross and anchors. You yeah.
0: Wanna... Yeah. So yeah. we, we all wear, uh, it's, it's even, it's become like a logo in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no. I have, I have <laughs> it on <laughs>
2: my iPad. <I> a <laughs> yeah. <room> in <laughs> she has, on her car too. On my car too. <laughs> if you still, just kidding.
0: We're not a corporation. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what, uh, it looks like in the 21st century. If you try using it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: that's
0: what you got to do in this day and age, you know, people will be trying to copy you. No, it's, um, yeah, so our our seal of the congregation is the cross, Holy Cross, duh. <laughs> but um, there's anchors behind it, and there's there's two anchors. Um, I think partially because it looks good, it's symmet- symmetrical. <laughs> But there's a lot of ways to interpret that too. Like I, I would say it's the cross, one for priests and one for brothers because we were a mixed mm. congregation from the beginning.
1: We can talk about that too. Yeah, but. we can. <laughs> or we I have to have another guest to talk about. It.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that actually not official. I don't know if. Uh, <laughs> so do not Holy cross take his word literally.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's my own interpretation. But uh, the anchor is a symbol of hope. That's um, been the case hmm. for in well since St. Paul. Yeah. Um, and that is a really big part of who we are. Our website used to be called just menwithhope.org, which is oh, kind of cool. Yeah. I think it, it's I think on It's on your different guys'
1: sometimes still. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Men hope
2: to bring.
0: Yeah, that that is in our, <laughs> our constitutions. We are men with hope to bring. That's one thing that really um, hooked me because uh, the anchor. I do like, like early on. the
2: anchor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because it's such, it's such a powerful, I think it's something that the world needs right now. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it also speaks to what the cross is because um, you know we anchor ourselves to the cross um, but also the cross is a sign of hope because only through the cross is the resurrection yeah. so our seal also has the these rays behind it which are the rays of the resurrection mm-hmm. so that's why we wear the, the cross and
1: anchors um nice yeah. Ave Cruz. Unica. Yeah. we used to do that a youth group well that was before oh uh, if I was like I was, I don't yeah, remember doing it was, that uh, what is it uh, God is good all, all the time all the time. All time God is good but back in the day they used to they used to scream like Ave Cruz and then let's oh, bring, bring that unica. back I like ministry. it because we're at Holy Cross might as well
2: yeah, yeah. Do do there's another fire? Holy
0: Cross school that does that I won't know do they oh, know. really it's okay we schools in Texas oh St. Ignatius Martyr
2: oh <laughs> i'm just kidding but um yeah holy cross here in saint john vianney in the middle of Goodyear. um how has your experience been so far here in arizona this it's, past two weeks
0: it's great everyone is very concerned how i'm doing with the weather that usually is the first I
1: know. <laughs> like, <I> guess,
2: <laughs> it's okay, we a little, we guys are okay. Yeah, it's a little tough out here like used to it i mean we got ac you're used to the humidity to like the heat yes like over there like it's i couldn't handle it i we prefer went. dry yeah. heat over humidity but it's obviously a big change so that's why every time we just like we're we ask like yeah, yeah we you, you're doing, doing good in. like <laughs> you know how you doing Need some water <laughs> i've been
0: trying to protect my skin because I'm, yes, yeah. well, but- <laughs> <'Cause> I'm quite weird
2: yeah sunscreen <laughs> hey that's real that's real yeah i we mean we should struggle. all be wearing sunscreen honestly it's true yeah we should all be wearing sunscreen it's true i'm not wearing sunscreen but
0: sponsored by
2: uh i don't even know yeah you don't even know you're so, outed you've been outed so, both of you that's how you know we don't know because Cerave. i don't know i'm wearing it on my face right now so. yeah same, that's the only thing i used yeah good protect your skin yeah
0: <laughs> yes. I love, I love Arizona though. Um, even though it's the hottest month of the year, it just means if I came back, it would be even better for other 11 months.
2: So you're coming back?
0: Hopefully. Yeah. I hope love so to. too. At some just point. Just make sure
2: you visit us. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Cause some <laughs> of you guys will leave and just like not come back. Yeah. <laughs> Say hi.
0: <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things about this parish though, I'm so blown away by how everybody, regardless of like how connected you are to the church or like your age or wherever you're from, there's like something for you to plug into right away. Mm. And there's something for you to invite other people to. Um, and that's great, like for this stuff for like kids, there's young adult, um, there's like prayer groups for um, elder adults, just all kinds of things. Uh, so like, that's really great.
1: Yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty diverse.
2: Yeah, we always have, we make sure to have things available for those who ask, like our young adult ministry you know, with our Bible series that we're having with you the month of July, um, I think it was very inviting. And for our first one last yeah, Thursday, was, it went really yeah, well. Yeah, it had a really good turnout. Yeah, also, it was a really good turnout. Um, we'll have to post it
1: for those who haven't seen it, but he's a pretty good, Chris is a pretty good actor. So hmm. we yes. did, yeah, that Make was sure like you the go. most views we got <laughs> yeah. on a post. Oh, if really? you And wondering what we're talking about. Yeah, you have to watch it, we'll
2: post it. You should do yeah. more
0: sketches on your Instagram.
2: We should. We should, but if you're wondering what we're talking about, follow us on Instagram. SJV underscore recharged, and we'll have it on there. Yeah. it's pretty iconic. like in
0: the description.
2: Ooh yeah. Ooh, yeah, you have to put yeah.
0: it.
1: Yeah, we're still figuring out yeah, this podcasting. S- yeah. So,
2: mind you, guys, this is our first episode, um, with a guest. So, we're we're still learning as we're going.
1: Yeah, but last couple questions. Sure. That we're gonna ask you, if you don't mind. So, what drew you
2: uh, to Holy
1: Cross versus uh, looking into like I know you elaborated a little bit about about the diocese, mm-hmm. but what was the determining? thing about what holy did cross. it for yeah.
0: you sure i i think there's i think for me it's always like there's a question of why did i come and then why did i stay because like really like i mentioned there's like a lot of just little steps that i made in undergrad i think like the, the at the end of the day the reason i like entered holy cross was because it was like the most available and familiar to me at the time that i was god was asking me that question or i i was um thinking seriously about it, right? I was like graduating college. I'm like, okay, this is the time that I'm going to take a step. Um, and I, like, I don't, I didn't have a relationship with any of the priests in my home diocese because my home parish was Benedictine. We're kind of like away from Kansas City in Atchison. It's like small town. And uh, at Holy Cross, or at Notre Dame, I only knew Holy Cross priests. So it's really familiarity. I didn't yeah. really know so much about Father Moreau. I didn't know so much about our spirituality. Um, I just knew that well, I knew them. And yeah. so that's how I started. But mm. since then, I've really fallen in love with our spirituality. Like we mentioned, hope. That's yeah. a big part of it. Um, also, the Holy Family. So all of Holy Cross is dedicated to Our Lady of Sorrows. Yes.
1: Yeah. A fave um, here.
0: That could be like a whole other episode. I know.
1: We love her. Father Andrew just gave a nice little spiel. Yeah, it was really it was good. It so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Our Lady of Sorrows.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then the priests are dedicated to the sacred heart of Je- of jesus mm-hmm. and the brothers to saint joseph and especially now our first canonized saint saint andre beset mm-hmm. had a huge devotion to saint joseph built this huge church in montreal for him he's kind of like a co-sponsor for the brothers almost so saint <laughs> joseph through saint andre yeah <laughs> so right there you've got jesus's heart mary's heart and joseph's heart
2: that's all you need that's yeah. all you need that's what like, else do yeah. you want know, Not, right? nothing else really. <laughs> I know about John, um. but that's all I need.
0: You know what's cool here, though, is St. John Vianney. So this parish like, was founded not by Holy Cross, and yeah. named not by Holy Cross. But St. John Vianney was um, another French priest mm-hmm. um, before Father Moreau and a big influence on him um and i so i think there's like some beautiful crossover between
1: crossover
0: crossover <gasps> uh, oh my
2: gosh <laughs> holy crossover
0: <laughs> yeah like the french spirituality is very it's kind of like gushy emotional yeah. like heart, heart language right yeah so if you very read Saint john vianney like it's very familiar
1: it wouldn't be dramatic catholic so if we didn't ask you what does it mean to you to be a dramatic catholic
0: yeah i just learned about this this term recently so um i've been thinking about it i when i when i heard a drama i think of theater i'm a theater kid yeah so um
1: which is why your skit was so good yeah which makes oh, yes. a lot of sense yes yeah. i'm a ham
0: <laughs> i i think of like um what i've experienced here at st john Vianney. and part of it is me just experiencing what is it like to be a priest at a parish. I've been shadowing Father David and Father Andrew for a lot of things. And in the course of one day, you could have a baptism mm-hmm. and then a funeral um, and then like go say hi to the kids at the school and then like um, youth group. So it's, it's like so many, so diverse, but also so many emotions throughout a day, yeah. right? Yeah. It's just, it's like um, being with people in joys and sorrows. Um, I think that's one of the beautiful things about being a priest Um, and I think that is something for everybody too, about being a dramatic Catholic is being able to like experience your humanity, I guess, like to the fullness, Mm -hmm. because like Jesus has transformed that to make it, um, like when we experience like raw emotion like that, Mm -hmm. that's an, it can be an experience of God. Yeah. So that might be a little bit philosophical. No. <laughs> no we, we yeah.
1: Like to, yeah. We got to ask the guests that. I mean, you're our first one, so you're the yeah. first person we got to ask. your yeah. that yeah. feelings. That's what it means. Yes.
2: Because dramatic can have a negative, um, like, connotation to Yeah, it. connotation if to it. If someone called you
0: dramatic, yeah, would you be happy about that? Uh,
2: no. No. <laughs> no. But, I'm, they mean it hurtfully. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But being like a dramatic Catholic is because like, you're just really in touch of what the Lord is doing in your yeah. life. So it's, I like that you said it because that's literally how I feel about it. It's
0: We're true. participating in God's drama.
1: He invented the drama. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. That was good mm. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us and we hope that the rest of your stay with us is great.
2: You're here with us for another two weeks.
0: Two weeks. Just oh, wow. about. Wow. Three, weeks. Three weeks. Until so July 31st. Now that we've time the episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's okay. If this comes out days. later, guys, don't judge us. We're... <laughs> <laughs> Um, like we said we had to catch him before he left <laughs> so we have to pre-record this because it was it was really good you have some good insight yes, in all the things hopefully we can we get we will pray for you and your discernment oh yes, thank you will. yeah
2: it was a blast having you yeah
1: but last wrapping up things please look at our bulletin uh whenever you come to mass so you can take a look at all the things that we have planned here at the parish as chris was saying when you're here we'd love to get you plugged in and involved and we're gonna leave padre father david is gonna wrap us up in prayer.
3: Thanks so much, Delilah, and to you, Esmeralda, and for your witness, Chris, and your commitment in our congregation and this summer at our parish. We know that you have a great devotion to St. Benedict, and so let's go ahead and pray through the intercession of St. Benedict today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the blessings that we have received, and we ask your protection over our brother Chris as he continues his studies at Notre Dame this year, as he renews his vows in the Congregation of Holy Cross. May he be guided by the example and the intercessions of St. Benedict to be a man who works and prays. Bless all of our listeners today in whatever needs they may have as they present them to you for healing, for patience, for hope and faith and love. We ask that you bless Delilah and Esmeralda, in this great work of communicating your son's message through podcasting. Bless our parish. We ask all these things, Lord, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may almighty God bless all who listen to this podcast, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. And we will see you next time. On Dramatic Catholics.
2: (laughs) 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 Bye.